Welcome to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of your journey mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. (laughs) What's happening? How are you? I hope you had an amazing week. I hope it was great, and I hope that you are looking forward to this new one. Super happy to be here with you, and I appreciate you coming by and spending some time having a listen to what we have to offer here tonight. I do want to just say that I hope you're out there doing some good things for the world, you know, sharing some acts of kindness with others or the animals or nature, whatever that is for you, every little bit counts. But I just want you to not forget about yourself, of course. Never ever leave yourself behind when it comes to the act of kindness. It's very important to treat yourself the way that you treat others. I see so many beautiful souls. Just, they give so much, but they forget about themselves. And I would hope that most of us are out there or all of us are treating others with genuine respect. But, you know, just remember, we're all just mirrors to one another. Really, we are. And we're one big sea of souls moving through life, just experiencing similar journeys, some more adventurous, some more dangerous than others. And the thing about it is, That when we enter this world, we come with nothing but a body, mind, and soul. But look at all the amazing things that we gain throughout life. And a lot of people forget about this. Experiences, memories, and knowledge. And the thing about it is not one person can take any of these things away from you. They are threaded so deeply within your being, within my being. And this is where our greatest fortune and treasures are locked away forever. Remember that. Nothing else really truly matters. What matters is what you hold inside and what you take away from this life. Okay? That's all I have to say about that. Let's move on. (laughs) So last week we had a really great response to the hypnosis episode. You know, we've done them before. If you've been with me long enough, you know, I have a few different hypnosis spread throughout the podcast, some better than others, but whatever. But I always get a great response from them. So I was sitting around thinking about this because it seems very limiting to me to just be doing a hypnosis. But then I thought about this idea. And as you know, I spend a lot of time doing research, talking to experts, 
making sure that when I come to you and say, here's something that I have some knowledge about that might be useful to you, I present you with a series of solutions. That's how we've been doing things, right? But I am a registered clinical hypnotherapist, and I thought, how can I provide you with solutions that are actionable? Something that you can walk away from here and now that can change your life. So what we're going to do from here on, we're going to experiment. We're still going to be doing what we did. We're going to be finding issues and problems in the world that I will try and help advise you on. But then if you choose at the end of the episode, I will offer you a hypnosis to help you make what we've talked about actionable in your daily life. So I wouldn't turn off now. You can turn it off at the end of this discussion. If you don't want to be hypnotized, that's totally fine. I would highly recommend you sticking around for the hypnosis. It really changes your life. And honestly, you can never get stuck in hypnosis. I should do a whole podcast on this because I know a lot of people get weirded out about hypnosis. But honestly, we are all in a trance two thirds of our life just on our own, right? Driving in a car, you get in a trance. That's a hypnosis. So anyway, why don't we just give it a go and see where it takes us together? I think that's a great plan and I hope you stick around for it. So this week, we're going to talk about the idea of how we cooperate and how we collaborate with other people. When collaboration works well, you can improve your relationships, your sales, and your results. So what does it really mean to collaborate? Collaboration really is just simply two or more people working together to accomplish a goal. Yes, there might be different opinions. Yes, there could be passion about different approaches. But these can be very healthy and productive. These are the great aspects that can help you thrive in life. If we're wanting to advance in life, okay, it's really going to be necessary to collaborate with others. But a lot of people get nervous about this because they think they have this great idea and they're going to develop it. And then they're going to own it and no one else is going to be involved. And then they're going to get all the money. And I'm going to tell you why this is a bad idea. We really don't have all the ideas, but more to the point, we don't have the perspectives. We don't have the time. We don't have the physical energy to do, you know, the labor that's required to really build something substantial. And let me tell you where this hesitation stems from. As you know, many of us have different facets to our personality. And one that will be a huge, huge hindrance to your success, or even to your progress in life, in all aspects of life, really, is stubbornness. Stubbornness is I want it done this way. I want it done my way. And that's that. It's digging your heels into the sand and not budging for anything. Not willing to change your attitude or even your position on something. Now, why is this? 
Why are so many people so damn stubborn? What's the root cause of stubbornness? Well, it's fear of letting go of our own ideas, right? So basically it's part of our identity and it's often just a sign of insecurity. It says that we're fearful of change. We're not trusting what's coming. And why are we fearful of change? Because of the unknown. We fear the unknown. Why do we fear the unknown? Because the brain is constantly trying to predict what will happen next, allowing it to prepare the body and the mind in the most effective way, right? And I know I'm getting a little off track here, but I felt the importance of explaining this, like why we get stubborn. Why? What is the reason behind that? Because truly strong people know how and when to compromise when necessary. Now this applies in business. I'm starting from like a business perspective here, but it also applies in life. We really need people around us to keep us in check. Now I know it's great to be a loner out there. I understand it, but I want to tell you the importance of having people around who are both going to support us and tell us when we're not doing something right. Okay. And this can be your partner. It can be your friend. It could be your best friend. It could be your family member, but we have to get to the point where we're capable of accepting that we need people. We need these people in our life. We need these people who are prepared to support us and praise us. But we also need people who, when asked, will give us criticism, will give us what I call the jokas, judgments, opinions, critiques, and advice. We've spoken about this before. We should not offer these unless we are asked for them. But we should definitely ask someone who we trust to give them to us. Okay, now back to this business idea to give you a perspective on this. Tesla is ostensibly run by one person, at least the public facing person, which is Elon Musk. It's a great company. It's worth more than any company on earth, but it does have problems. It really has problems. There are definitely some blind spots on how the companies run and there are mistakes being made. And I don't want to get into these. This is for a business analyst to discuss, but believe me, it's run by one person and one person who sleeps in the factory is not a great model. Now, Apple, however, during its prime days, and when I talk about prime days, I'm talking about when it was at its most creative, right? When it was being built into this monolith that it is today, had four people running the company. Steve Jobs and Paul Wozniak were the founders. Steve wasn't a great engineer, but he was an aesthete. In other words, like he knew what looked and felt right. And obviously he was a great salesman. You know, he could convince other people that these products were great, that these were the customers and the people who he needed to get money from. Wozniak, on the other hand, he was the tech guy. And Wozniak really gets far little credit. But 
he was the guy who had the innovation electronically, right, to create these great products, this great software, and all the things that became thereof. And there are two other guys. There's Johnny Ive. Well, he's now Sir Johnny Ive because the queen recognized his great gift for design and gave him a knighthood. He's now left Apple, but he was the guy who made this stuff look great. He was really good at integrating engineering with the design. And the last person is Tim Cook, who's the current CEO. Very, very different character from Steve Jobs, but he was the logistics guy. He was the guy who could set up supply chains. He could find factories in China. He could make sure that the stuff was being produced efficiently into a high standard. He was the guy who made the whole thing run. And that's why now he's the CEO. And that's why the company's growing because it's become ever more efficient at making very expensive products in a very economical way. So hopefully you're still with me and understanding this. Back to the central problem. You're the guy with the idea. And let me tell you, Johnny Ives today is worth about a quarter of a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. His contribution to Apple was priceless. When Steve Jobs died, he was worth $10.5 billion. (laughs) So Johnny got paid, but Johnny didn't get the kind of action that Steve got, or even Paul Wozniak. Because Wozniak's earnings are significantly lower than Jobs'. Here's where I'm getting at with all this. We got to lose the myth that by collaborating with other people that you're going to have to give away large parts of your company. As you can see, this is not true. You're not. You can bring in these people and reward them generously, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to have to give away half of your company. So what I'm trying to do here is... I'm trying to convince you the value of, of not being that rugged individual, because particularly here in the United States, that ruggedness is a thing. I'll do it myself, right? I'll do it myself. And it's kind of crazy because when a child or an infant is trying to assert his or her independence, they will tend to say, I'll do it myself. I don't need your help. And that's great for an infant. But it's not great for somebody who's trying to function in the modern world and have a healthy relationship and hopefully have a healthy career. So what we're talking about here is the idea that you have to have these collaborations. You have to get rid of this idea that you can do it on your own. And I see this so prevalent and I see it so prevalent in people who fail because they run out of perspective. They run out of money. They run out of labor and can sometimes be a little arrogant or even a little conceited once they get a little success and they think that they're great. They piss all the people off around them, you know, now that said, it is possible to be something of that rugged 
stern individual, you know, but there's the case of Paul Erdos. I don't know if you remember him. He was the great 20th century Hungarian mathematician. And what he would do is engage with collaborators for 10 days. And he would do this all the time. It's quite brilliant, actually. He would work on a problem with somebody for 10 days. And they would both get credit for it. And then he would move on to another collaborator. And he did this endlessly. You know, the trick was that he stayed with people long enough for them to get benefit from him and for him to get benefit from them. But by moving on to the next person, he then took the knowledge he had from person A and brought it into the conversation with person B and gradually built his own knowledge, his own experience, his own techniques, his own business, his own plans, his own ideas. He wasn't stealing from anybody because he was giving back to them. You know, he was giving back to individual people. So his knowledge was really spread about very thinly, but fairly. Where he was the the beneficiary to all this great knowledge from some of the greatest of his peers all around the world. So if you can do that, that's also a really great technique. The point is, you can't do it on your own, not if you want to build something great. Sure, you can do it on your own. But the expansion of working with other people is endless. We got to understand that building a team or working with someone requires camaraderie, laughter. It requires an understanding that despite our flaws, we're all still just human and must therefore just find good in one another while we're really concentrating on the end objective, on the end goal. And collaboration's first component is building connections right? Without interrupting each other, just listening. It's crucial to guarantee that everyone gets the opportunity to be heard when you're working with someone. When people actively listen to one another, the issue can be properly articulated. Options can be offered, you know, effects can be discovered and implications can be elevated. So our hypnosis today is to try and help you once you accept that my idea is valid. Our hypnosis is to allow you to be able to recognize that you're being stubborn or even solo minded, that you really don't know it all, that you really should seek help, advice, judgment, opinions, and critiques of other people. And a lot of the time, because we're very polite species, many people won't give them to you unless you ask. And the people that you particularly want to ask are those that we spoke about in previous podcasts, which is the mentors, people who are wiser than you. And most of the time, if you go to somebody who knows more, who's older, is more experienced, they're going to say yes, if you ask them for help. This is the kind of 
Erdos model. He would go to these people, ask questions, and get a lot of information. Okay? So what we're going to do, so we're going to insert that button in your mind. Offer suggestions. That stops you from being too stubborn. We're going to open your mind to a whole new idea. And if you're interested, please continue to listen to the following hypnosis. If you're currently on your drive to work or you're not able to participate in the hypnosis now, come back at a later time in the evening. You know, fast forward this discussion and go straight to the hypnosis so that you can get the results that you need. Okay? So this hypnosis is for making lasting behavioral changes so that you can keep your eye on the prize, so that you can find success. Your ability to connect with other people, to compromise, to trust, to be receptive to new ideas and perspectives from from those around you will improve as a result of the session. You shouldn't insist on always getting your way, right? But try to find a compromise that benefits everyone. Before we jump into the hypnosis, I would just like to thank Jim Cotter for his help with this episode. It is strongly advised that you do not drive or operate heavy equipment while listening to this recording. Only listen when you are free to unwind and direct your undivided attention toward the state of your own comfort. So go ahead and get yourself in a comfortable position, preferably laying down. But if you choose to sit up, that's okay too. Now I want you to find a spot on the ceiling or somewhere high on the wall. And once you do, I want you to fix your eyes right on that spot. Once you find that spot, begin to take a few deep breaths. Just keep breathing deeply. And as you breathe deeply, listen to the sound of my voice. And as you listen to the sound of my voice, you will find that your eyelids have a tendency to get heavy. Almost as if they had a heavy weight attached to them. And the longer that you stare at that spot, the more your eyelids get heavy and you blink and they have a feeling like something is pulling them down as if they wanted to slowly close and get drowsier and sleepier and heavier And you have a feeling as if they were slowly closing, slowly closing, getting drowsier and more tired. And when they finally do close, how good you'll feel. 
drowsy, heavy pulling down, 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 slowly closing, getting harder to see, and you feel so good. Very, very hard to keep them open. Feel that very soon they will close tightly, almost tightly closing, almost tightly closing, tightly closing. Your eyes are tightly closed and you feel so good. You feel comfortable. You feel relaxed all over. Just let yourself drift and enjoy this comfortable, relaxed state. You will find that your head will get heavier. You will find that your head will get heavier. And you will just let yourself drift in an easy, calm, relaxed state. Relax. Let a good, pleasant feeling come all across your body. Let every muscle, every nerve grow so loose and so limp and so relaxed. Arms limp now, just like a rag doll. That's good. Now send a pleasant wave of relaxation over your entire body. All the way from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Just let every muscle, every nerve grow loose, limp, and relaxed. You are feeling more relaxed with each easy breath you take. Droopy, drowsy sleep deeper and deeper, so calm and so relaxed. You're relaxing more with each easy beat of your heart, with each easy breath that you take, with each sound that you hear. Relax more and more, relax. Let a good, pleasant feeling come all across your body. Let every muscle Every nerve grows so loose, so limp, so relaxed. Arms even more limp now. That's good. Now send a pleasant wave of relaxation over the entire body. From the top of the head to the tips of the toes. Just let every muscle, every nerve grow loose, limp, and relaxed. You are feeling more relaxed with each easy breath that you take. More droopy, more drowsy and sleepy. So calm and so relaxed. You're relaxing more with each easy beat of your heart. With each easy breath that you take. With each sound that you hear. And now you are so relaxed and ready for suggestion. And from now on, your unconscious mind is going to allow you to honestly experience more humor, more lightness, more flexibility to respond appropriately and effectively, finding new choices, new perspectives, new opinions for how you can react and respond with more generosity, seeing the bigger picture, caring about 
your relationships with others. Your priorities are shifting inside now. If someone is pushing you in a way that you don't feel inclined to agree with, you can instinctively step alongside them in your mind to properly understand their perspective. And you can begin to steer the whole interaction in a direction that's going to work better for everyone concerned. And you can really keep that positive direction in mind. Because it's not about being right. It's not about keeping score. It's about being the kind of person that you can really be proud of being. It's about creating the most positive outcome for all concerned, including you. And that can be your core strategy, your core mindset, seeing the bigger picture, creating long-term fulfillment, long-term success, long-term satisfaction, and good, happy, healthy relationships for all concerned whenever possible. Now you can begin to see yourself in the future, responding in new ways, more willing to take things lightly, to be more open-minded, to see the big picture. And right now, begin to mentally run through the future situations, perhaps from work or your family or some aspect of your personal life and notice that you're going to be responding differently in each of them. And that's it. Notice yourself in those different future situations, seeing quick movies in your mind of one situation after the other, seeing yourself with a calmer, friendlier, more easygoing attitude responding more appropriately and effectively. And now you can merge into the future. You can merge into that future you. And as you experience these situations from the inside, merging into that calmer, more flexible, more easygoing future self, understanding the point of view of others, noticing this calm ease, and lightness deep inside. That's it. Seeing what you see, hearing what you hear with different people in different situations here in the future, really experiencing how it feels different, how you act different, just like this now. And your unconscious mind knows. It knows that there's times when it's going to be important for you to stay steadfast, resolute, and determined. And you can really tap into all of your inner strength, all of your inner drive in those times. And then when something really isn't that important, you find yourself taking it so much more lightly with good humor, with an effortless, easy shrug, knowing that you're free. 
free to focus on the things that really matter and to leave all the rest behind as the trivial nonsense that it is and always was, like dropping an imaginary rope in a tug-of-war game that never really existed and never really mattered. And the more that you listen to this session, the more you'll experience more freedom, more inner lightness, and a calmer, clearer perspective. And as I count from one to five, you can begin to feel more alert and refreshed. That's it. And one, coming back with a real sense of good feeling inside. And two, noticing the position of your body and the sensation of whatever it is that you're resting on. Three, as you begin to feel wide awake. Four, having a nice stretch. And five, and just open your eyes and welcome back. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to next week. Take care.